the, 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 the Wise Zone, where we talk about life and rights. Hello, good evening, and welcome to The Wise Zone, the show for the youth. And young at heart with me, your host, Brian Malvin Casey Tole. On the 16th of May 2022, Zimbabwe joined the rest of the world in celebrating the International Day of the Boy Child, a day where we take a step back and think about all the advocacy that is happening around child rights and how it applies to the boy child, because we're seeing a lot of conversations that are happening around issues that affect the girl child. Tonight's show is brought to us in partnership with Farm Orphan Support Trust with support from Family for Every Child. And we are seeking to discuss further issues around the sexual exploitation of the boy child. Some say big boys don't cry. Some say murumi. But to what extent is that affecting the rights of the boy child? Mm. To have this conversation, I am joined by two esteemed gentlemen who have made a name for themselves in terms of child rights issues. The first one is Reverend Taylor Nyanete, who is the Executive Director of the Zimbabwe National Council for the Welfare of the Child. Reverend, welcome to ZFM Stereo. Thank you, Brian. Um... Good evening, listeners. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm excited to have you on the show. The second mm. one is a learned colleague. Eh? <laughs> That's what these gentlemen call themselves. He is a lawyer by profession and the director of Mudiwa Foundation. He is none other than Victor Chirimuta. Victor, welcome to ZFM Stereo. Thank you for having me, Brian. Good evening to our listeners. Good evening to you. Let us get this conversation going. Um, I'll start with you, Reverend. On Monday, I celebrated the National Day of the Boy Child, but there was very little talk about this day. You could, ha- you, if you didn't know that was International Day of the Boy Child, then you didn't even know. Apana kana match IPS we when it comes to issues of the girl child. Why is this the case? Well, it's uh, an issue that. Uh, um, society is still grappling with mm-hmm. regarding uh, the boy child mm. um we we have been socialized to believe that the boys don't cry boys uh, do not have problems particularly of a sexual nature mm. um so um, even if you talk about that day no one really planned for it and many CSOs in Zimbabwe did not plan for it. Mm. Um, so you can understand where we're coming from. But uh, I'm happy that at least a day has been set aside uh, to remember the, the boy child. Because indeed, uh, they are becoming victims of sexual exploitation. Uh, Victor, anything to add? <clears throat> No, I, I I agree with Rev. I think it's it's um, maybe on a large part the fault of CSOs that uh, in terms of prioritization of you know the rest of children, um, we tend to lean more towards what's topical. And right now, because the global discourse is on the rights of the girl child, uh, we have since neglected the boys. Whereas, um, I think for me, children should be children. Right. In, and um, <clears throat> with that, we really should just accord the same sort of attention and priority to the rights of boys as well, especially in the context of sexual violence. 
Okay, in the context of sexual violence, let us get into that uh, narrative. And to our listeners who want to hear your thoughts, your opinions on tonight's topic, please send us a message on our WhatsApp platform 0731 Let me come back to you, uh, Victor. Yes. You work in a number of communities as Mudiwa Foundation. Yes. What has been your experience when it comes to issues of sexual exploitation of the boy child from a societal perspective? Mm-hmm. Are these issues that, you know, you get into society and people tell you, I know you are abused, mm-hmm. they are willing to come up and talk about these issues. What has been ex- your experience? Um, <coughs> I mean, sexual violence happens everywhere in all demographics. Mm-hmm. And, um, in our experience, it's definitely we've, we've received a number of cases of sexual violence against boys. Um, but I think the first challenge is that sexual violence is about sex, and our communities are just not open to discuss sex with their children, uh, either be it boys or girls. So, in a lot of instances, even the reporting of these uh, of these cases is minimal because it is about sex. It's about a topic that we find taboo and that we can never openly discuss. Mm. It's even worse when it's now sex and the sexual violence against boys because society doesn't look at boys as people who can be easily victims of sexual violence and uh, resultantly, a lot of times, uh, the boys themselves, they struggle with coming to report. Okay. Uh, Rev, what has been your experience? Yes, um, I agree with Victor. Um, what it, because we are a society where um, boys are not talked much about mm-hmm. um, even to this day mm-hmm. um, and uh, unfortunately most of our programming is driven by global um, events mm-hmm. or the global agenda mm-hmm. uh, which has left out the boy child but what is interesting is we're beginning to hear uh, conversations around the boy has been left out. Mm-hmm. So I think um, globally, the conversation is coming back to um, say we are leaving out the, the, the boy child and it is going to cost us in future. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's important and I'm happy that uh, when often um, farm often support trust um, talked about engaging in a research uh, on sexual violence against boys uh, we gladly um, um, assisted them approach government um, the Minister of Public Service Labor and Social Welfare to get authority to carry out that research and the government did agree to have that happen so in terms of um, our government they are aware they authorized the research and that research for me uh still has to do more um by actually doing more research Mm -hmm. on the subject matter so that there is enough evidence to help in programming um because um we need to redirect resources towards this matter yeah Right, so that we don't maybe also start discriminating against the boy child by ensuring that we we, we are capacitating the girl child, right? Mm-hmm. Victor, anything to add? I think, um, you know, ultimately it, it, it comes down to our stance towards uh, sexual violence against children and not looking at it as a sexual violence against uh, girls issue because all children are vulnerable uh, and they're susceptible to sexual violence. 
So I think within the context of that, you know, building also from the research done by FOST, but also at the same time uh, looking at what's happening within the communities, it's really, really important for us to zone in on the issue and to treat it as a matter of agency for all children. All right, while I'm still with you, um, uh, Victor, I would want to find out from you the legal framework around mm. our, 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 our laws fair when it comes to such issues. I know you have talked about, <coughs> you, have, you have mentioned that we need just to look at mm-hmm. sexual violence as sexual violence, mm-hmm. not against boys or girls. Mm-hmm. But do we have the same legal framework for boys that we have for the girl child? <laughs> um, I mean, I've, 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 I'm known to talk about this, um, especially when it comes to the rape of boys because uh, the Zimbabwean constitution does not recognize um, rape for boys or for men it is a separate crime that is a fancy name which is called um, aggravated indecent assault um, even though it carries the same weight as rape but then the problem with language is that language influences how we view a problem and if we accept that girls can be raped and if i said that rape is uh the unlawful and intentional penetration you know uh you know there's no consent at the end of the day mm-hmm. um it should also apply to boys so we can't have rape by a fancy name if rape it should be rape across the board right and not to have a fancy name for the rape of boys the effect of that is for as long as we have that language discrimination the rape of boys will always be something that's trivialized Okay. Uh, do we have any countries that regard uh, rape as the, as the same, you know, whether for boys or girls, that we can maybe say, mm-hmm. and it, maybe it's also encouraging reporting of, of boys? Um, I'll post the same question to you, um, Victor. Yes. Uh, so I know within the South African framework, uh, rape is the unlawful and intentional, you know, penetration of a person, mm. you know, so it doesn't matter if they're male or female. So with that, at least the moment that we recognize that rape happens, you know, to both genders uh, and especially for children, then it will really help us with uh, one with the legal education, which will also ultimately lead to increased reporting. And if we increase reports, then we also can, you know, at least deal with the cases, you know, within uh, the prescribed times than to wait up until, you know, these children have STDs and, you know, the, the problems are multi-layered by just emanating from how we use language. Okay, Rev, anything to add? Yes, um, when the legal, in the absence of a legal framework, and mm. in this case for Zimbabwe, what it means is that there is no support system mm. anywhere yeah. to help the boy child, even in reporting, who would believe the boy has been raped. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, some of these cases happen in family environments mm-hmm. which is, makes it even more difficult for for a child to report i remember recently in marondera a boy died yeah mm. um i think he engaged uh, a sex worker commercial sex worker mm-hmm. but uh, you know for some reason uh, the, the the boy then killed yeah. himself yeah. Right. So it goes to show that we do not have a support system when things happen. Mm -hmm. So if we are to tackle this problem, we also need to to ensure that the legal framework is Mm -hmm. in place. Then the support system is also in place, including um, training law enforcement agencies Mm -hmm. who are the um, first people to collect evidence 
of any crime mm -hmm. to ensure that when it happens to a boy child they are adequately equipped mm -hmm. to collect the evidence that will be required in the court system or in the legal system yeah. mm -hmm. uh you have something to add um victor yes i think i think it will also come down to how we also approach this subject with the boys themselves um, and for us to um, develop maybe material or info information packages um, which are of course um, child friendly age appropriate and gender sensitive but to which the boys can also realize the gravity of sexual violence they need mm. to report and also the effects of sexual violence even upon the boys themselves and not look at sexual violence as something that happens only to the girls right so it, it we also have it upon ourselves to equip the boys with the knowledge with the information that they need the know-how on how to navigate either in identifying the risk or in reporting the incidents of sexual violence you know growing up you know you're told you know a boy is supposed to explore do different things even you know explore their sexuality as much as possible mm. but then one wonders do these boys understand when they are being abused because sometimes we go explore exploring with somebody mm. who is way older than mm. you uh saka tingaita say kuti vakomana vanzwisise kuti eh uri kufungoturi buru zvako 10 years you know 12 years you are trying these things but you are actually being abused how do we make sure that we have that education uh, coming to, to to our boys rev um, i think victor has already pointed out around the packaging information mm -hmm. which should be the starting point um the school system is now talking about is sex education mm -hmm. and i think that's where we need to add you know um topics around you know that uh, boys can also be uh, victims of sexual violence mm -hmm. so that you know at that lower level they begin to appreciate the situation mm -hmm. and um, um, in terms of government we always believe that uh, um, children's issues are still scattered all over yeah. um, government ministries or agencies. Um, therefore, prioritization of the uh, of some of the issues like this one um, find them find it difficult to, to be recognized mm -hmm. by the authorities. So as we discussed it is important also to begin to identify a key ministry which takes responsibility of children's issues mm -hmm. as the sender to advise all other government um agencies around the subject matter of children mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a specialized area it is and yeah. it requires you know highly skilled uh, people who are committed um to ensuring that children are protected yeah. because mm -hmm. the law is about protection it is right it is your show the wise on the show for the youth and young and heart with me your host brian marvin case and tonight's episode of the show is brought to us in partnership with farm orphan support trust with support from family for every child and we are talking about issues of sexual violence against the boy child you know we always talk about the girl child and we we're doing everything that we can to make sure that she's ready but to what extent are we also including the boy child in our conversations now victor there's an issue there's a case that happened last year mm -hmm. in march which involves a 13 year old boy uh who 
who hired a sex worker mm-hmm. and you know the case eventually blew out came to the courts and the argument of the of, of the lady in question who was way older than this boy was mm-hmm. that the boy acted like an adult and he was a willing participant in all this and i think the case went in that direction uh the narrative went in that direction yeah. do you think that was a fair assessment of the case would that have happened if that was a girl child in question but what is a willing participant in sexual violence i think mm. that should be the first question mm. how is a victim of violence a willing participant in the act of violence in the first place um the issue about it like i said again it's about the language at the end of the day the public opinion of the case was mm. you know at that age ah, this this young man even knows how to solicit for sex from sex workers you mm. know we never from the onset of it realized the vulnerability of this child you know he put himself in a position where anything would have happened beyond just the act of sexual violence it would have been uh, worse it could have been murder it could have been all other things yeah but because of the societal perception of sex among adolescents and also the fact that a young man can actually bring an older woman you Mm. know and 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 have sex with her you know uh the issue of consent was negated but which i think would have been the opposite if it was a 13 year year old girl who had also solicited sex from an older older man you know so we really need to rethink how we view sexual violence and how we view boys and masculinity and um you know and and, and look at children as children mm-hmm. we shouldn't over sexualize because so it's a boy so no you know uh, a man has to do what he has to do that narrative is just nonsense and we should call it out for what it is all right anything to add rev yes uh, i i think what is the important is that children are children yeah that's the um, our starting point and the constitution is very clear mm-hmm. a child is the only one uh, below 18 yes so anything that happens to that individual below 18 should be looked at mm-hmm. as such mm-hmm. and any programming should reflect that and you are aware that children by nature explore the environment mm-hmm. In, in including sexual mm-hmm. um, exploration. Mm-hmm. So when we then begin to say one mstikans for them they're just exploring the environment around them. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand them in that aspect and say how do we help? Mm-hmm. So they need more information as they grow uh, and they, as they explore the, envir- the environment, they really need to have adequate information Definitely. that helps them appreciate um, some of these things and the consequences that come with it mm-hmm. and seek protection early, which means that parents need to communicate more with their children, mm-hmm. in, including on sexual matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that even at that age, it should not be uh, consent. But, but but I mean, Rev, I'll come back to you know what I said earlier on that the problem with sexual violence is because it's about sex, and sex is a topic that people are just not willing to have with their children, right? Whether in one form or the other, it's just a conversation that we find very taboo within the house setting, mm-hmm. and because of that, then even for children to know about violence, it's usually within the school system. 
and because again human rights is not uh, an examinable subject you know we can only mm. hope that there is right. enough attention paid to that subject within the schools mm. so at the end of the day the children are finding information from their peers whether it be from the yeah. internet or whatever other source you know whereas the house should be uh, a safe environment for learning and where children can have access to proper information on sex and sexuality and adolescence and growing up and all that stuff yeah. All right, and I, I like where you're going with this. One other thing that I want to point out is how boys are also not a homogeneous group, yeah. right? If you read through the report uh, that was done by force, they also talked about boys in the street yeah. who were pointing out that, you know, there are ladies that come and pick them up at night, mm. or even men, mm. and then go and abuse them and then dump them in the streets again. Yeah. Are these things that we have come across as well in our work? Yes, definitely. We have. In fact, I remember um, in... 1998 um, mm. a street um, child who contracted STIs on her, on his anus mm. Mm. and the, we only realized that he, the the boy had been sexually exploited yeah. by a man mm. yeah so so it's 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 there and we had to assist the the child get treatment and even talk to change in attitude of the health personnel yeah. who are helping um, or treating this child. So um, the, it's it's there, but um, Victor has pointed out it, it's a taboo subject. Mm. But I think society is evolving. Yeah. So we just need to uh, begin these conversations mm-hmm. more and more. But I'm also. Um, glad that women activists are beginning to talk about the boy child yeah. mm-hmm. they've realized that in their programming leaving out the boy child has mm-hmm. not helped the situation of the girl child as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah because i'm sure it also has ripple effects if the boy child is abused you know they also might end up abusing the girl child yeah. as well because mm-hmm. they think it's normal it's mm-hmm. normative behavior to mm-hmm. them so it's important that we we pull along with everyone right mm-hmm. we also include um the girl child mm-hmm. and also these issues how do they affect the mental health um of, bo- of of the boy child in question if they are sexually assaulted they can't talk about it Mm-hmm. What is the end result for them, Victor? I think um, you know. I mean, mental health has become a topical issue right now again in the in the child rights discourse. But then, you know, truly and honestly speaking, it affects all aspects of the child's development. Mm. And um, you know, by child, I mean I, I use that word deliberately because I, I I mean it also affects the girl child or boy child in any context of violence anyway. Mm-hmm. It affects their performance in the school, it affects how they interact with their peers, it affects even their development, their sexual development at the end of the day, because they've been violated. Mm. And what usually happens with violence is it also begets violence, mm-hmm. you know. So usually I think we, we tend to miss the the small lines, you know, when it comes to these things. We look at the problem on the surface, but this child is a bully at school. You know, we try to deal with the bullying, but not trying to look at what is the underlying problem. A child is sexually active at the age of 13. We don't look at the underlying issue. But after the time when you then sit down, sit down with these boys and, and ask intently, you realize that at some point in their formative years and the formative sexual development, mm. they also suffered from sexual violence in one way or the other. 
so like you said it's a ripple effect mm-hmm. if it happens to a boy child today it the boy child will most likely you know also perpetrate, perpetrate the same act of violence against um you know a female or another male later on so it's important you not know, to have proper um you know mental health uh, mechanisms in, in place be it through counseling be it through support groups and everything for the boys to over override and overcome the trauma that they face from this act of sexual violence uh reverend i'm also thinking of a home setup you know if we going back to the report that was done by farm orphan support trust a lot of these cases are perpetrated by close relatives yeah, by uh, people that are known to 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 the victim you know they might be one asekuru vashanya they might be one ababa and all that what are some of the little things that parents can do to make sure that they protect their children even from their own relatives what yeah. can be done just to answer that um question um is just to ensure that you know the boys have separate rooms from the men mm-hmm. uh in the home setting uh, even the sharing of um blankets yeah. you know you just have so parents need to really keep an eye yeah. on on the in the home environment mm-hmm. because they they are able to control that mm-hmm. environment uh, just make sure children are not sleeping with adults who are known um or who are likely to commit you know violence mm-hmm. but just coming back to the issue of mental health um violence you exp- you experience trauma which is a psychological effect in a person's life mm-hmm. and i think we have not documented enough mm-hmm. some of the children that are committing suicide it's a result of um sexual violence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people are not talking about it i know of one case of a boy who died in the early 80s um and later i i i i then thought that the adult um uncle he was living with was sexually exploiting mm-hmm. he the boy mm. and the boy committed suicide no one talked about it mm. but the, my experience was that that man um he showed signs of violating uh, mm-hmm. men or boys mm. so that child could have died because of uh, could have committed um, suicide as a result of that mm. so this um crime is happening and it's among us but in the family environment the parents or guidance should protect mm-hmm. children i'd I, I want to add to that i also want to say that you know a lot of times parents t- tend to neglect or negate the voices of children kakawanda culture a child even communicates i don't want to share a room with uncle a b c d right mm. but because we have this thing within our culture where we force relatives upon children for one way or the other it was on status so it was on synodada but if a child says i don't want to sometimes just take a step back and, and, and ask why why right you know there's always the why behind uh you know the, the way that a child acts so it's also important just to pay attention to what a child is saying 
Mhm. Saka ngatisa ngoti kana mwanatra mutano nyima hadi kutamba ne hamadi kuita say let's try to understand even kuma churches yego yego you hear a child saying I'm not comfortable to go sit down with them and ask why don't you want to go to church? Why don't you want to be with this person? There might be a story behind yeah. the story, right? Yeah. So as we as we wind up our show, I want to get your parting shot. So what are the final messages that you'd like to leave our listeners with? I'll start with you, Rev. Yes, more research on this uh, subject matter is required, particularly by government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, working together with CSOs. Mm-hmm. And we want to urge the development partners to think seriously around this matter. Mm-hmm. Because with the evidence, then we are able to program. Right. Uh, Victor, your, pi- your parting shots? Ultimately, it is incumbent upon us all to end the cycle of violence mm-hmm. and the cycle of impunity against children and mostly sexual crimes against you know both boys and girls but we also need to do more to encourage the boys to speak up we need to do more to educate the boys about their right against sexual and economic exploitation we need to do more also to create safe spaces where these boys can also learn and speak up about sexual violence within their communities and within their own ecology all right and how do people get in touch with mudiwa foundation Okay, so Mudiwa Foundation works in Epworth. That's where we are, just behind stopover shops. But uh, for one reason or the other, if you need to call us, we are available on 0714-600-41129. One more time. 0714-600-411 up to 9. All right. And uh, Rev, how do people get in touch with the Zimbabwe National Council for the Welfare of Children? Um, my number is 0715. Four eight zero one zero nine. One more time. Um zero seven one five four eight zero one zero nine. And oh. it's also on WhatsApp. All right. So tonight's conversation has been brought to us by Farm Orphan Support Trust with support from family for every child. We were talking about sexual violence against the uh, boy child just after commemorating the International Day of the Boy Child. As we conclude the show, the message has been clear. Let us know our children. Let us listen to them and try to understand when their behavior patterns change because sexual violence to the boy child will not only affect the boy child himself but it will affect societies. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we had for the wise on the show for the youth and the young at heart. For now, it's me, your host, Brian Marvin Casey Tolles, saying good night, stay safe, take care of yourselves, and of each other. Let us meet in other programs. I'm rolling the, pa- the carpet for PD, the ghost, who's up next with The Fix.